0: Hello, bonsoir and hasta la vista. In other words, welcome to this exclusive podcast from that jewel in the crown of Lancashire, Little Snogging by the Bus Stop. Now it's my job to explain to the uninitiated just what goes on in our village. Or at least I'll try to.
1: We're going to be late for the podcast. All right, though, well, I'm coming as fast as I can. The little legs won't go any faster. Yeah, well, they go a bit faster if you weren't such a slave to fashion. What are you on about? You buying a skirt in that size, whatever were you thinking? Well, I just wanted to look nice, that's all. What's wrong with it? Well, nothing, except you have to keep picking it up at the front. It's that blooming long.
0: The shop assistant couldn't
1: find my size, could she? Anyway, look, we're here now. Come on, give me a leg up, Flo. No, you give me a leg up. It's my turn tonight. Oh, 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 oh push me a bit, more, Maureen. I can't quite reach the to see.
0: That was an extract from Little Women <laughs> by Arthur Pipesides. You see, that's another example why Little Snogging never gets nominated for City of Culture. That and the fact we're only a village with a population of 212. But our numbers do tend to go up and down, which reminds me to mention our annual trampolining competition for the over-80s. If you want to take part, you must complete a declaration that you don't use a colostomy bag and have never been a member of the Liberal Democrats. Oh, and don't forget to bring a note from your parents. Speaking of parents, how about these two?
1: I know, Scott, but you don't understand. Of course I do, sweetness. But you can't just go around whacking old men with your frying pan. But he deserved it, God, he was trying it on with me. What? Nah, not old Arthur. He knows you're too young for him. Yeah, well, he blackmailing me, wasn't he? What are you on about, Tom? Well, he said that if I didn't sleep with him, he'd tell about me cheating on you with Mickey. What? <laughs> you slept with Arthur to stop him telling me about you sleeping with Mickey? Yeah babes, I didn't want you to know. I mean I knew it would break your heart. But now you've slept with two other men and you've told me about them both! Yes, I know. I realise that Scott. I'm not stupid. I know, I'm sorry. Why did you tell me? Because I'm pregnant Scott and the father could be any one of the four men that I've slept with. (laughs) What? Hang on a minute. Three? Arthur and Mickey? That's three, not four. Well, three, four. What's the difference? What's the difference? One. One more bloke. That's a difference. So who's the other one? I don't appreciate your tone, Scott. OK. Sorry. But who is the fourth bloke? The guy that runs the corner shop. What's his name? Ahmed. Oh, good grief! So this baby might not even be right? Well, I don't know, do I? I mean, if I eat a plate of beans and then later on I fart, well, I wouldn't know which one made me fart, would I? No, I suppose not. I thought you didn't even like half made. You said he was always grumpy and he smelt of curry and proved 33. He does. And he's fat. Exactly. So why did you sleep with him? Cause I'd run out of fags and money and he, he doesn't do credit. <laughs> you slept with Horkman for a packet of cigarettes? Yes. And a bottle of iron brew. So a pick of fags and a bottle of iron brew. No. No, the first time was for the fags. The second time was for the iron brew. <laughs> the second time? Don't you dare judge me, Scott Jenkins. No, no, I'm not on to judge you, baby. It's just that you get really angry at me if another girl even looks at me. Which is something I can't control. But you cheat on me with three other blokes, all within a week, and one of us is made of pregnant, but I'm supposed to be okay with that. I warned you about your tone, Scott Jenkins. Well, that's it, because I've had enough of you trying to shame me. You're dumped. But thou! <laughs>
0: And that's the problem with being a parent. It usually means you've got children. So, over in the Alderman Warthog Memorial playground, a meeting between rival gang leaders is about to take place.
1: Hiya, Callum.
2: Hiya, hey, did you
1: see that policeman at school today?
2: Yeah, he was giving a talk to the sixth form about drugs. Kyle told me. Yeah.
1: Hey, I heard it from smelly Simon, but I, mean, I know all about drugs anyway.
2: Yeah, me too. I've taken loads of drugs.
1: You haven't! I have. Like what?
2: Me and Scratcher Debbie were sniffing coke at the weekend. You never! Yes, we was. Do you know what to do? What? Here, you try.
1: Yeah! Oh wow man! Hey! Hey! But it's not as good as grass. Grass? Yeah. You cut up some grass and you wrap it in a bit of paper and then you stick it in your mouth and it makes you go high. Don't you talk like this!
2: That's not high, ya jack boy. High is when you get a buzz.
1: What? Like your number 47 to church town?
2: No, not a buzz. A buzz, like a buzz you get from smack.
1: Well, what's smack?
2: Do you want me to show you?
1: Okay. <slaps>
2: Ow! Did you get a buzz?
1: No, yeah, my ears are ringing.
2: Great, isn't it? Do you want some more?
1: No, 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 I, I don't want to get evicted. <laughs> hey, uh, what about weed?
2: Oh, I've weighed loads of times. I weighed me bed last night, and I got a bus when me mum gave me smack, and I'm grounded. Oh no, I'm grounded! I gotta go! See ya!
0: Now I don't want to labour the point, but children can be difficult at any age. Next week, sees the second annual Children's Nursery Rhyme concert in front of members of the W.I. Last year, several members wrote to the committee in protest about some of the more colourful recitations performed by the children. One of these was, What Are Little Boys Made Of?, causing one elderly lady an attack of the whimpers. And I don't tell you her reaction to what Georgie Porgie got up to. So, this time, the ladies on the committee are well prepared. Here they are, screening this year's entries and amending any of the words that members might find controversial.
1: The first one under scrutiny today is Little Boy Blue. Now, there are several trigger words and phrases within this rhyme which really do need to be stamped out. OK, we'll go line by line. <coughs> Little boy. Wait, blue. wait a moment. Hmm? Little? Well, couldn't that offend? I mean, we might upset those that are vertically
0: challenged. Oh, yes, I'm in full agreement. I move to strike any word that stipulates a distinction in size. Oh. Any objections? Oh, no, no. Oh, good, strike away. Right. So, so.
1: Boy blue. Boy? Oh not making a stipulation on sex? <laughs> Remove? Oh, yeah, mm, good. Go. Good. Yeah. Reading on. Blue. Blue? Oh. Blue. Traditional colour for males. Again. Uh, uh, isn't blue his name? Or oh, uh, oh, her name. Indeed, uh, or her name. Is it? I think so. Okay, well, we'll have to keep it then. Okay. Well, continue. Blue. <laughs> Come blow your horn. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> film, steeped in innuendo and double entendre. Think of poor Gladys.
0: Oh, I quite agree. We can't have trigger words like come and blow and horn in a rhyme for children. No,
1: we could perhaps change it. Uh, I mean, instead of blow your horn, what about uh, play with your instrument? <laughs> what? Uh, no, no. Um, uh, extract music from your brass wind device. <laughs> well, the word wind might be offensive to flatulent people. Will air device then?
0: No, no, air device. Uh, sounds like a bicycle pump. Mm. Too confusing.
1: Does he or she have to be playing any music at all. I mean, one man's music.
0: A person's oh, Yes, music. yes.
1: One person's music as another person's annoying noise. Oh, that's it's
0: very interesting. Are you suggesting we cut the music playing altogether?
1: Well, it seems the safest route. Any objections? no, no. no, 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 no strike no, it. On. Yes. Uh, moving on. Blue! The sheep's in the meadow! Oh, why should the sheep be confined to the meadow? I mean, in this day and age, they should be able to come and go as they Please, free range,
0: like eggs. Similarly, why should the cows be in the corn? The ones I know always eat grass.
1: Although they can, of course, be in the corn if they want to. I mean, who are we to say what they should be in? Just strike both lines concerning animals and food. Agreed. Chubby yes. uh, mm-hmm. oh, uh, cat. Blue. But where is the boy? Oh no, not boy. No. Uh, shepherd.
0: Shepherdess! Uh, no no person. person. Where is the person? Oh no! Who, who, who exactly needs to know the whereabouts of this person? And what business is it of anybody's? Uh, I quite agree. I mean,
1: smacks a Big Brother. Uh, strike it. So, Blue, he's under the He's st- oh, No,
0: it's not he.
1: Uh, uh, Uh,
0: This is simply reporting on the person's whereabouts. Mm. It should be struck as it's part of the already redacted previous statement.
1: Yes, quite right, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll read the whole rhyme now as we've edited it. Blue! Okay, well, good work everybody. Little boy blue shall henceforth become blue. Phew! Well, it's hard work, but mm-hmm. it's so
0: worthwhile. Oh, it's going to
1: save <laughs> no end of the place. Oh, It certainly is. But I think we should take a comfort break now because the next one will be more difficult. Really? Mm. Oh, what is it? No. Oh. oh. Wee Willy really, Winky. <laughs>
0: been listening to the Red Rose Tattoo, and we'd like to assure listeners that no stuntmen were hurt during the making of this podcast. Taking part were Jackie Padden, Peter Frankson, and Alan Veal. The music was by Dave Thomas, and the script was by Peter Frankson and Alan Veal. If you've been affected by anything in this podcast, then please speak to your local pharmacist, Ask if he or she looks good in lycra.